5.07 now on your Tuesday, the KRMG Evening News. I'm Skyler Cooper, joined live by the city manager of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, Michael Spurgeon. We do this every Tuesday and call it the BA Breakdown. Michael, how you doing today? Skyler, I'm doing great, my friend. How you been? It's uh, pretty hot out there, isn't it? Yeah, I'm glad we're not standing in the park this time like last week. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, so this month, you guys are doing the city council meetings there on Monday nights instead of Tuesday nights because of Tuesdays in the park. So we actually have uh, some new things that happened last night we could talk about today, including, uh, I'll kind of need you to explain the the first part of this, but what I know is there was some agreement made to uh, look into some streetscape improvements, like uh, adding trees and furniture. And I guess this is just an attempt to uh, maybe spruce up some areas. What can you tell us about that? Well, that's uh, a little bit of what it's really all about, Skyler. Honestly, is one of the areas the council wants to look at as an initiative to where we look at uh, more, or more of a transportation and the designs of our right-of-ways, how we look at our roads, the type of roads, the uh, size of our roads, the beautification around existing roads, and use these design standards that would uh, be generated as a result of a new uh, committee we're forming to actually give council recommendations and then we could use these standards and these guidelines going forward when we make improvements to uh, our existing roads or if we do expansions of roads, these would be the standards to actually help help our uh, guide our community for the next probably two to three decades. Okay, so not just the way it looks, but more of a functional thing. And I know you guys are doing that public transit um, uh, study as well, where there's methods to, or they're kind of exploring some methods. I looked through all of the uh, the data in that slideshow that was provided, and I was surprised to see the traffic counts. I know that I'm just a total traffic nerd when I'm looking at <laughs> traffic counts, and I'm excited, but uh, the number of people like going in and out of BA every day, and the ones that, it really surprised me how many people drive in BA and stay in BA every day. It's more than, at least if I remember this right, more than people who are leaving town every day. Uh, that's exactly right and hasn't always been that way uh, in Broken Arrow, but over the years, because of the number of great jobs we have in the community, we have uh, well over 300 manufacturers plus a number of, of office-type uh, parks where folks come into the city. It, it's great to see because what that does, it creates the daytime traffic that uh, we need in order to help support the businesses within our city. And so that's always the goal, I believe, of the community is to try to create a situation where you have mo- more folks coming into your community than, than are leaving. And once we have everyone here, uh, that's a part of this, this public transportation initiative, is to look at how we could better serve those folks that do need public transportation and how we could utilize the dollars we're currently spending uh, much more effectively and efficiently to make sure that if folks really truly need uh, help to get around town, we may have the better options for them to, to be able to get to where they need to go. Well, mentioning getting around town, I understand you guys have a cool program now, at least it was passed yesterday, to um, get people free Uber rides across Broken Arrow. How does that work? Well, it's actually going to be um, uh, not for anyone, so I want to make it really clear that this isn't going to be free rides for anyone around town. But once again, I, I think, and the council members uh, definitely agree, is that one of the things we have a responsibility as a council and administration is to be looking at initiatives that improve all aspects of our community. And we do a great job in many respects with our widening roads, building roads, public safety. We have folks that come to our community periodically for conferences, uh, tournaments, uh, or for any type of recreation, visits with family, and sometimes they don't have transportation. And what we've done is we've uh, entered into an agreement with Uber to provide visitors at the hotel district 
the opportunity to get rides to our Rose District, to New Orleans Square, uh, to Tiger Hill, and these areas where actually they'll be able to support the businesses. So if they come to town and they don't have transportation, maybe they took, took Uber to one of our hotels, one of our great hotels, then they would be able to work with the hoteliers. They would provide them with the information that they could call for Uber. They would take them to one of these three areas, and they'd be able to support our local businesses. So we're going to do a pilot program. We're going to dedicate $50,000 and see how far that goes and come back and report to the, to the council later this year or early next year the results of that. It could be something we expand because we want folks that are here, that, that proverbial captive audience when they're at a conference or they're on a, on a visit, to be able to come and support our businesses. Uh, you said the hotel district. I had not heard it referred to as that, but uh, being that I used to drive by it every day, I think that's the area right in front of Bass Pro, right? There's just a whole bunch of places to stay there. Absolutely. There's uh, our conference center and hotel is there, along with a number of great hotels in that area. That's where a majority of the people that stay within our community do stay. Uh, they, all the hotels will be offered the opportunity to participate. Uh, if they choose, they just have to understand as the riders that would utilize the program will only be able to go to those specific areas right now. And if we, if we determine through the pilot that there may be other locations within our community that would benefit uh, those residents or that are, are visitors, then that will consider expanding it. But we want to do the pilot program first and make sure that it's successful. All right, we can talk a little bit more about this next week as far as the uh, all the ins and outs, but I want to let people know, just give them a heads up, your uh, block party happening at New Orleans Square with the fireworks and everything on July 1st does have a traffic implication, and that is for the already narrowed intersection. Uh, it's closing, as I understand, for that evening. What is the purpose of that? Well, once again, like you said, we're just 10 days away from the city's second, second annual block party, and the council and I determined that we'd like to have a 4th of July celebration because Raymond made a decision a couple of years ago not to, to have their celebration any further. And so we're trying to do two things here. Number one is, is celebrate our country's birthday, and secondly is bring more attention to South Broken Air, specifically New Orleans Square. And that corridor right now is under construction, so I'm, I've made the determination that we're going to limit access to that area for that five or six hour window to those that are just coming to the block party. So we'll actually be discussing starting later this week and all next week, a, a detour plan for those folks, how they can get around the area that Friday afternoon, early into, into the evening until after the fireworks. Uh, and it may be a little bit of inconvenience, but it's only gonna be for several hours and it's very consistent whenever we close some other streets for, for parties, but really it's for safety. We want to pull the barricades back a little bit for those folks that are gonna be coming to the block party. We'll have, uh, great places to park, make sure that it's really easy for them to get across the streets and get over into the northwest quadrant where all the activities are going to be happening. That is New Orleans and Elm, 101st and Elm, going to be closed for a couple hours for the block party on July 1st. We will remind you as we get closer to the event, and Michael will talk more about uh, the event itself next Tuesday. We'll talk to you then. Thank you very much, friend. Take care.